Hey lovelies, just wanted to let you know that my newest design, the sculpt dress, is on pre-order now through overnight Tuesday night. I'll close it at some point Wednesday morning. It is my take on the shift dress with a gorgeous sculptural bow to match and an ode to the fact that we don't need to sculpt our bodies to fit our clothes. Our clothes should fit us. Pre-order it um, and see my selection of maternity friendly pieces in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Oh, and if you haven't listened to last week's Mother's Day episode with my mom, make sure you get to that. It's a good one. You can listen to it wherever you're listening to this. Enjoy the show. From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. And on today's episode, I go solo because ever since I announced it over the winter I gave birth, there have been a whole lot of questions. I will answer almost all of them, including why I kept it a secret, why I'm sharing it now, and how I pulled it off. Hello, lovelies. So, the first thing that I want to say is that if version of the podcast that you heard, um, that you listened to, ended in the middle of the cookie story. This will make sense if you have listened to it. Um, then it got cut off. There was a problem with the file. It was, um, it didn't upload properly. Um, and you should go back and you should listen to the rest. The full episode is about 46 minutes long. Um, we ended it off very nicely. It was a nice ending. So um, definitely you should go back and listen to that. And I'm sorry for that. There was a, a technical issue that came up. Um, so I've collected all your questions. I've organized them in a way that I think makes sense to tackle that. I want to make sure that I get to all of the questions um, or the ones that I'm going to answer. Um, and I'm going to start with one that I'm not going to answer. Um, a, pretty much the most common question was what did I have and when did it happen? And I'm not going to answer that. Um, I don't think that it's really important or relevant um, for you to know. Um, and I also don't believe it's safe. Uh, my family comes first and that's not information that I'm going to release on a public platform. Um, I also want to say that the fact that I chose not to share anything like and, and the fact that I am being a lot more guarded than people usually are. This is not a commentary on anyone specific or influencer culture in general or bloggers in general or anything like that. Um, this is me just doing what I feel is best for my family. So... I'm not trying to make some kind of larger statement. I'm just doing what works for me. So why the secrecy? You know, why? Why all like why? You know, that that was also a, a big thing that a lot of people wanted to know. Understandably, um, the short answer is that I hid my pregnancy because I wanted to. That was that was really it. Um, I'm not someone who gets a buzz from sharing. Um, I'm not someone who particularly like it's it's just not it's just not my thing. I am a super private person. Um, and the end of the day is that the space is not about me. Like this space, this impact fashion as a whole, it's not about me. It's about you. I guess we could say it's about us. You know, it's about how we feel in our skin. It's about how we relate to ourselves. It's about how we feel in our bodies. It's about how all that ties into our clothes. It's not about me. Um, so that, you know, it didn't feel like a relevant piece of information to share. It just didn't seem like it was important. Um, 
And then on top of that, I didn't want you to be concerned. (laughs) Um, For most of my pregnancy, I was able to and I wanted to continue working at, I want to say like at about 80% of my usual capacity. Um, The very last thing that I want you to be thinking about when you're considering bringing a dress into your closet that will make you feel amazing is if I order this, Rifki will have to work more and I don't want to give her more work. That's like I want you to be thinking about you (laughs) you know I was taking care of me and I wanted you to be taking care of you and I didn't want and I didn't want to put that burden on you especially because when you share work online you look a heck of a lot busier than you actually are think about it even if someone shares like the limit is 100 stories right so 100 divided by 4 is 25 minutes right because each of those is 15 seconds even if I like fill up all of my stories from an entire day that's only 25 minutes of my day so I could theoretically work for a half an hour post all of those stories you know like in real time whatever showing whatever work that I'm doing and then go to the beach and you know a half hour work day is sounds kind of nice right so the fact that you know when you share online you look a lot busier than you actually are um it invites a lot more concern than is probably necessary in a lot of situations and I didn't want to put that on you. Um, I didn't want that to be something that, you know, that you were thinking about. Again, I want this to be a space where you come to think about yourself. There is something so radical about being unapologetically selfish. And I wanted this. I still want this. Um, and I'm going to continue to keep this a space where we get to be unapologetically selfish, where we get to only think about ourselves. And I just felt like sharing this news would take away from that, um, sharing it in real time. So, not sharing was my knee-jerk reaction you know that was you know i i found that i was pregnant i said i don't want to tell um that was really my knee-jerk reaction and as my pregnancy progressed i realized that i was taking a huge amount of emotional energy to assure the people around me you know close friends and family people who knew that i was pregnant that i was okay um i did i i did work i did work up until you know I up until pretty much the day before I gave birth um and that was that was great you know that was something that um that I was able to do that was something that I chose to do and there was a fair amount of genuine concerns on the part of you know people who knew close friends and family and and all of that why are you working so much are you okay you should be sitting down what is happening when is going on um and 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 that's fine. That was that was actually really nice. It was very sweet that there were so many people who were so concerned and, and all of that. Um, but it was taking a lot of energy to let them know that I was fine. I have a lot of mommies who follow me, you know, a lot of whom who are related to me. So, you know, calming down all of those Jewish mothers was taking a lot of energy. And I realized that, you know, as I was experiencing that, I became even more committed to not saying anything um, because I do not have the bandwidth for 8,500 Jewish mothers to be concerned about me. That's just not possible. Like that's just not, that's just not a thing that I could have, that I could have done. So that was something also that, um, that, that was just something that I needed to, I, I needed to keep it I, I just couldn't I just couldn't handle it. It would be impossible to, you know, be constantly reassuring everyone that I was okay. Um, and I want to take a step back and say that I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. I think that, you know, I think that we, I mean, let's, let's get real. People who create content tend to get annoyed at what I believe are normal human reactions to what happens on Instagram. 
Like, I think that if you get, I, I think that if you get annoyed at people giving you advice, then you're not acknowledging the fact that people care about you. And I, and, and I love that. I love that we have that connection. And I love that we, that we, that we have that way to, um, I don't want to say like we we have that connection. Um, I just couldn't deal with all of the. I, I just couldn't deal with all of with. I I just couldn't I couldn't handle eighty five hundred Jewish mothers. I just couldn't do it. It just was not possible. Um, and then after I gave birth, the onslaught of love and Mazel tovs and messages from people who knew you no know, people, um, either close friends, family, people in my community, people who, you know, people who found out through the natural ways that you found out that someone, you know, that, you know, gave birth. Um, there was done. I mean, I think I don't even remember how many hundreds of WhatsApp messages I went through. And that was just really, it, it was overwhelming in the best possible way. Um, and I have been on the receiving end of the same from all of you uh, since I went public a little bit over 24 hours ago. And I needed to separate those two. I I couldn't, it would be impossible to give everyone the attention that they deserved otherwise. Um, I think, you know, I actually remember when I was in the hospital post-birth, um, I remember I was, I I remember at one point, like uh, I wasn't feeling super great, you know, post C-section. I needed a minute. And I, and I turned to my husband and I said, could you imagine if I was storying now? And he just started laughing and he's like, no, (laughs) you're a hot mess right now. (laughs) Everyone needs to take a deep breath. And he was also just confused. He was like, wait, people would be storying now. And, and yes, we have seen plenty of people story from their hospital rooms. And that is, totally their prerogative and I don't judge that decision at all. I know that for me, if I had shared the pregnancy, then I would have felt an obligation to story from a hospital bed because you deserve the update. You know, you deserve to know that, you know, that I'm okay, that everyone involved is okay and all of that. And I didn't want and and I didn't want to put myself through that obligation. Um I didn't want that Again, I didn't want you to be worried about me. You know, I also didn't want it to be where if I took a day off and I didn't post for a day, you know, dozens of messages. Are you okay? Did you get, did you give birth? Did you give birth? That wasn't something that I wanted to deal with. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm glad that I made the, that decision. Um, I guess you could say that I was secretive to give myself space, uh, both throughout my pregnancy, immediately post birth in the months since I don't regret it for a second. Um, this is this has been a trip. It still is a trip. I'm only a couple months post. Um and and it will continue to be a trip from what I have heard. And for me, um I'm I'm glad that I gave myself the space to do what so far has been the most intense part of this whole weird, wild and crazy trip. Um in private and with the people who um you know, with 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 the people around me who love me with my you know with my sisters and my mom and my husband and and all of that like that uh, the fact that I got to do that um you know in my own time in my own space I'm really really glad that I had I'm really glad that I did that um not for a second do I regret that I didn't share it until now which begs the question why share now I could have total I didn't need to do this um and I'm sharing now because I want to 
that's why the same way that I hid my pregnancy because I wanted to I'm sharing that this happened um because I wanted to um in the last few months since I've given birth I have learned so much about myself about like specifically for here about the way I relate to my body the way that society relates to body to bodies um especially post-birth, um, especially like while pregnant, there's some weird stuff that happens there. Now I feel like I have some fully formed thoughts on the topic. Um, and I believe that there's value in saying them out loud. And there's, and, and now there's value there. Now there's a reason. Um, I don't want to waste your time with random updates about my life. Trust me, my life is not that exciting. It's really not. Um, now that I feel like I have something to say, um, that I, this is an important piece of background information that you should have. Um, it's actually interesting. Ahuva Gottdiener, um, who is, you probably know her as Homegrown Kosher. Um, she's actually also a, a client of mine. And um, I was working on some custom pieces for her while I was pregnant. She's also a close friend. She knew that I was pregnant. And I was talking to her and I said, you know, I don't, think that I'm ever gonna I, I told her I was like I don't think that I'm ever gonna say anything like at the time I was pretty firm in my thought that I was gonna keep my pregnancy a secret and I said I don't think that I'm ever even gonna say that this happened I don't even I don't think I'm ever even gonna say that that I gave birth and and she kind of as all annoying mothers do the ones who really know she goes she goes oh you're gonna end up saying something she said you're gonna end up saying something there's no way that you're not it'll change who you are and it, it's such an important piece of information that it, like it's not going to remain irrelevant. It's going to become such a relevant piece of who you are. And she was actually the one who said it's going to come up in the podcast first. I know it's going to come up in the podcast first. And she was right, as mothers tend to be. And, you know, and that happened. I, I couldn't have possibly have had that conversation with my mom, um, ignoring the fact that I was now a mother. Like that was just not a possible thing. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to ignore the fact um, that I was now a mother. It's a pretty cool gig. So I really wanted to, um, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I really wanted to, I now just felt right. Now just felt right. I felt ready to deal with the public aspect of it now. I felt ready. Um, you know, I just felt like I'm at the point where I wanted to let you in. So I did. So here we are. Um, it I that's why that that's why I'm sharing now. Um, and again, I don't regret sharing now. I don't regret keeping it a secret until now. And I don't regret the fact that, um, you know, that I decided to share it now or that I decided to share it in this way. The bulk of the details are still and pretty much always going to be on the podcast. That's those are my people, <laughs> you know, that's, um, podcast listeners have a special place in my heart and it, and it does just feel like a, um, I don't know, ugh, I hate using the phrase safe space, but there I go. So, so there's that. Um, a bunch of people want to know that if I was being so secret, why do the Malky show? When I filmed the Malky show, I was very, very, very pregnant. Um, I think, and, and when Malky reached out to me, I said, by the way, you should just know, I'm very, very pregnant right now. Um, and of course, she was shocked and all of that and having all the same reactions that you're having now. Um, it was not a hard decision for me to decide to do the Malky show for a couple of reasons. I think that shows like the Malky show are so important. I think that the, um, you know, I, I think that we, I want to be in a world where there is 
from female entertainment. I want to be in a world where there are from women doing awesome things in an out loud way, specifically showing their faces, specifically in ways that really put us out there. Um, I want to be involved in as many of those projects as I possibly can, because I think that shows like that are so important. So uh, when Malky reached out to me and said that she wanted to talk about like literally my most favorite thing, you know, to talk about fashion and body images and and all of that on her show, I, I wanted to be involved in any way that I could. And I decided that the benefits outweighed the risks. Um, I also knew like the team there is otherworldly amazing. Um, everyone there is just really, they were just really clued in. Um, they just, they, they understood what I want. Um, and the, and there was, there was, they just, they, they knew, I didn't specifically ask them to, you know, um, to, to hide my pregnancy. I knew that by going on, most people were probably going to figure it out. Um, I did what I could in my power. You know, I wore the origami dress buttoned a little bit looser than I would have, you know, that I was wearing it at the same, like, point in my pregnancy. Um, just because I wanted to have, um, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I felt like my job, you know, to kind of try and maybe keep this secret a little bit was to, um, dress in something a lot looser than I normally would have. So I did wear the origami dress, you know, more, more looser. Um, and, and they were just really otherworldly amazing. And they shot from, from certain angles and stuff like that. I didn't ask them to do it. They did it on their own. Um, and also I will be honest, the fact that it's a show that you pay for was definitely something that made me feel a lot more comfortable, that it was inherently just not going to be seen by the entire internet. Um, was something that made me feel a lot more comfortable and at the end of the day I thought you know what if somebody I figured you know if somebody asked me if I'm pregnant I'm not going to answer and if they don't um and and that was it like it, it I just figured okay fine so people will find out and maybe they will maybe they won't um I also knew that there would be like it's it it just wasn't I I decided that I wanted to be involved and I considered everything that it meant with being involved and that was that that that's what being involved meant and I again don't for a second um feel I I don't regret that decision at all um I had the best time shooting that I had the best time being there I had the best time hanging out with everyone um and yeah so that's that's what happened with the monkey show yes I was very very pregnant when I filmed that um so now to some technical stuff everyone wants to know how did I do try-ons how did I pull this off how in the heck did nobody know um so the pretty much the first work day I had um, after I found out that I was pregnant, I sat down and I made a release schedule for the following year um, for the um, the entire pregnancy, the nine months of the pregnancy and three months of maternity leave. Um, I rearranged a couple of things in my schedule so that I was in an intense design period for the first three months of my pregnancy for my first trimester. Um and during that time, I storied as usual. Um, I like captured, um, like, I, I guess you could say, like, I just pretended like I, the same way that if I had been doing it on Monday and posting it on Monday, I just did it on Monday and didn't post it. And I just, and I just banked it. I wanted to design ahead for a couple of reasons. I was not sure what my physical state would be. Um, you know, pregnancy is unpredictable. It's very unpredictable. So, 
for me, I still wanted things to be able to continue running as usual. I still wanted to be able to come out with new designs and, and everything. And I didn't want to have to feel pressure um, to have a um like I didn't want to I didn't want to put myself in a situation where I would be feeling not well and feel pressure to design something um that's a really good recipe for making some pretty ugly clothes and also um it's not I, I just didn't want to put myself in that situation so at the beginning at the very beginning of my pregnancy when I was feeling okay like I sat down making that schedule of like how what I needed to complete and what time I sat down and I just said okay I need to I need to do this and I'll get as far as I as far as I can um it was also, I was also a little bit nervous about my design process. As I design, I try on the clothes. I try on the muslins as I work. If you've watched any of my, you know, any of the process of me creating anything, then you know that that's how I work. Um, and I do that for a couple of reasons. One, I like to wear my stuff. I like to see how it looks on me. And also, I am right in the middle of my size bracket. I right now wear a size 12. And I'm right now, you know, I'm in the middle of, 12 was smack in the middle of 2 through 24. So when you design from that middle space, you get a really great fit on 2 and on 24. So I am actually the perfect fit model. And I've always used myself. Um, I The second I had a bump, I would become less of a perfect fit model. So I was also, because I didn't want to have to drastically change my design process, I kept it the same. Um, so basically, I, I organized things in a way so that I could design forward before I started showing and while I could still try on during that time I storied you know I storied I just banked it you know I had an album in my phone you know work in progress for specific styles um I will say that I got lucky in that I had a very mellow first trimester it was really uneventful the whole pregnancy was really uneventful again my life is not that exciting um and physically I was able to do it um I was not expecting to be able to complete an entire year's worth of um, of designs. I figured that I would go for as long as I could and then kind of improvise from there. Um, but I got lucky and I was able to complete it. And by the way, don't compare your pregnancy to anybody else's. Certainly don't compare how you're feeling to anybody else's. And if you're pregnant now or you were pregnant and you were like laid out in bed, good for you. That's where you belong. If that's where you feel you need to be, that's where you belong. Um so yeah, so I spent that first trimester creating a year's worth of designs and 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 basically a year's worth of content um or at least the raw like the the raw footage, I guess you could say, for a year's worth of content. And then after and then I just posted it as it was relevant, you know, as designs came out, that was when I posted it. Um so that's from a technical perspective what happened. It's not that exciting. Um it also um you know, we'll talk about this later, but it also really wasn't that hard to do. Um, and that is something that I want to touch on a little bit later. So did I take maternity leave? Yeah, I did. I took a three month maternity leave um, and I prepped for it, you know, kind of in the same way that I prepped for my pregnancy, you know, um, on like a boring technical level for the first two weeks post birth. My little brother Yehuda, who, you know, um, was posting content that I had made pre birth and I had like taken raw footage and made it like look cute and all that um I purposefully planned like non-controversial pretty vanilla things for that time um so that there would be less messages whenever you have messaged anyone it has been me that's important for you to know whenever you have messaged anything impact fashion whether that was a dm or an email um 
that's pretty much how people get in touch with me but you have always only spoken to me um but I purposefully plan things that are pretty vanilla so that it would be you know a, a lower amount of messages and whenever I was able to log in and answer dms during that time I did you know in that you know immediate you know post-birth section um after those first two weeks, I was the one who was like physically pressing the post button. But again, it was all with pre-made content. Um, so when I say that I took maternity leave, I wasn't completely logged off. Um, I was working about a half an hour a day and slowly increased that throughout uh, the three month time frame that I gave myself. Um, but I was I was able to severely, severely scale back. Um, and that was also just from pre-planning. Uh, in terms of the podcast, by the way, um, I just pre-recorded episodes. You know, I knew that, you know, I don't record podcasts are not in real time anyways. Um, so instead of, you know, my usual recording schedule, I just bulked up a little bit so that I would have three months going forward. And then I edited them in advance and just kind of loaded them so that they would... Um, pre-upload actually uploading the podcast episodes was one of the things that I did also it was like part of that half an hour a day because I wanted to be able to give real-time updates on certain styles and things like that but the bulk of the work the, the interview and the editing and all of that that was all stuff that I had done beforehand um yeah let's talk about pregnancy and bodies and like body image and all of that because I feel like it's important to say that in terms of my size here what's happened here's what happened um I gained weight pre-pregnancy hello pandemic that's that's when I went from a 10 to a 12 um a lot of uh, some of the questions that came in wanted to know you know why why was I weird about saying that I was you know that I went from a 10 to a 12 why why didn't I just say that you know that I was pregnant or that I had given birth um because I hadn't I had just gone from a 10 to a 12 it happens um now I'm several months postpartum. For the most part, I want to say my pre-pregnancy clothes still fit. Uh, some don't look as great anymore because my body shape has changed. And we talk so much about this, about the difference between size and shape. Um, and shape is really important. And my body shape is now forever changed. You know how I say that the only way to really change your shape is major surgery, right? You can you can lose weight and diet and juice cleanse and all of that. Um, your body shape is kind of genetically just there um, and with the exception of major surgery like a tummy tuck or implants or I don't know a c-section your body shape is not going to change so for me yeah I had a major surgery it's called a c-section and I now have what I like to think of as a shelf belly my belly kind of just it it sticks out funny now it just kind of does um I'm only a couple months postpartum so I don't know if that's going to change I don't like it doesn't really bother me um and I also want to say just as a side point on Sunday I was at lunch with my husband and um it was just the two of us and uh someone who was like behind the counter um at the place where we were getting food from wished me a happy mother's day and my husband turned to me and said are you old enough that people would just assume that you're a mother it was just the two of us and then while he was finishing that sentence the person behind the counter asked if I knew the gender I thought it was funny I thought it was funny I still kind of think it was funny um here's your reminder that you shouldn't ask people when they're pregnant you shouldn't ask people if they're pregnant don't ask people what they're having don't just don't do that um I thought it was kind of funny but I can understand how that would be really, really, really hurtful to someone. Um, and by the way, you can go back now. You can analyze my feed. You can say, you know, try to figure out, you know, say that you can think that maybe you can see a bump. Um, 
with very few exceptions. There, every single photo and video on my feed was taken when I was either in my first trimester and not showing at all or several months postpartum. Um, please don't comment on people's bodies. You know, whether they are pregnant or not, it's always unkind. Um, it's always really strange. Um, I had the, the experience during this pregnancy that for the first time in my life, I was on the receiving end of, you know, quote unquote, positive body comments. Like, wow, you're so small and it's amazing you're able to walk. I could never when I was that far along or things like that. Things that are like meant as compliments. It was really uncomfortable. It was really, really uncomfortable. And I have to admit that I myself have always kind of like a little bit I've never really understood what skinny people say when they're like, don't, you know, don't, don't call me super skinny. This is not something, you know, this still makes me uncomfortable. I can understand it kind of in a like logical sense. Um, But as someone who was on the receiving end of those comments now, it's weird. It's just very uncomfortable. Um, And I knew that like, like I, I knew that it was coming from a good place and I didn't know what to do with like these comments that I knew were coming from a good place and I knew that the person meant well and I just didn't it was just it just kind of ends up hanging there it's just awkward for everyone involved so for the love of God please stop commenting on people's bodies um and also like we talk a lot about how we feel in our skin around here um and I've spoken a lot about you know the work that that I've done to feel better in my skin um I have to say in a lot of ways this pregnancy was the payoff um the for the I want I didn't always feel physically great because pregnancy is hard on your body it just is um but at I I can't remember a specific time where like I looked in the mirror and felt fat or I looked in the mirror and felt like flabby or weird um that just wasn't something that happened for me which I'm really happy that it, it felt like the payoff, like it felt like the payoff of a lot of years of hard work of getting comfortable in my own skin. If you can, give yourself the gift of coming to peace or becoming at peace with your body. The best time to start was yesterday. The second best time is today. Um, I now have a shelf belly that sticks out a bit or more than a bit, and I most likely always will. And that's okay. And I, I believe that when I say that um, and 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 that's and I'm really happy that I'm able to say that now. And I'm not saying this to, you know, toot my own horn. I want you to know that this is something that is possible. Um, also, I don't have time to get into it now, but bounce back culture is absurd, like actually absurd. Um, another thing that, you know, getting comfortable in my skin allowed was for me to just like I think realize how absolutely freaking ridiculous all of that is um and yeah the only thing that you should be thinking about post-birth is taking care of yourself please for the love of God do not think about trying to get some pre-baby body back um I don't know that it's even possible and I don't know that it's even possible to do that in a healthy way I know that for me post-c-section it's probably not and I have no interest in doing that um and I don't it's it's absurd like it's really 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 absurd this this like feeling this need you know that, that there's even this idea of like bouncing back from baby or something like that um that's just not that's just crazy it's just straight up crazy talk and um 
it's just not just don't just don't you know release yourself from that thinking if you're at all able um and this is also you know the other thing that I've kind of learned over this you know over these past couple months since I've given birth is that good clothes really do make all the difference uh because even on the rare occasion when I was not feeling so great in my skin having you know the pieces in my closet that I was able to go to and feel really fantastic in was awesome you know especially the origami dress that was it was there for me I wore it throughout my pregnancy I wore it post-birth um I really 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 loved it and it really just made me feel fantastic every time um the snuggle dress fits into that category also um the ready topper was also a piece that I wore a lot we had a lot of family samples over my pregnancy I pulled that baby out at every single one um you know that was that that was another one um there's th- this was where those like where good clothes really make all the difference and that's you know i don't know was that just a shameless plug i guess so but also it's true those were the pieces that i wore and that i loved and and all of that um so yeah that's on that's on that those are my thoughts on body image now maybe i'll have more to say in a couple months from now um but th- that's where i'm f- right now i'm just kind of reveling in the absurdness of bounce back culture and how crazy it is but we're not getting into that now because we have way too much to to keep going um a couple people wanted to know how I'm feeling and how the adjustment is coming along so physically I'm several months postpartum so um I'm tired because uh new motherhood is exhausting uh but I am fully recovered um that's it you know I do want to say also and I feel I know that I said this on the podcast with my mom and I'm gonna repeat it if you do end up having a c-section it's really not that bad um I have nothing to compare it to but it's it's really doable it's it's really not that bad um and you will be fine and you will recover um in terms of adjusting um the the general adjusting especially in terms of my work life is still in process um the biggest hurdle that uh, I'm experiencing at the moment, and I actually spoke about this a little bit with my mom on her episode of the podcast um, from this year, is the babysitter leaves at a certain time, which means that I have to be done with work by a certain time, which um, I'm not used to. And I'm just not great at that. Um, I'm used to, you know, like if I'm working up until a deadline, having the option to work until midnight, you know, if a particular pattern is giving me a trouble or if, you know, I want to like go somewhere different the next day and I would like put in two days of work in one day, that kind of thing. Um, I no longer have that option, which scheduling wise is still something that I'm getting used to. Um, I think that that's going to take me a little bit of time, um, especially because I used to have like, if I had something I needed to get done with my house or like with my home life my personal life and I had something that needs to get done in my work life it didn't really matter if like it didn't really matter if I was taking care of personal stuff during the day or work stuff at night um that one was like like that's no longer the case anymore I have a defined amount of hours where I can be out of my house and I'm still getting used to that um so that's um you know that's that's still still an adjustment um I am not at all qualified to talk about work-life balance in any kind of way aside from the fact that I'm just like super new to it um super new to it with a family I should say um but balance really feels like the wrong word um to me when you talk about balance you talk about you're talking about opposing things that need to keep in check 
right? Like opposing things that you want to make sure that you're not devoting too much time or space to the other. Um, I just see two main categories in my life that I'm still figuring out how to mesh together and both of which I love. I love my family very much. I love my work very much in a completely different way. Um, And yeah, I'm still figuring out exactly how those two pieces fit together. Um, I'm still figuring out how, you know, how that how that works um and and all of that you know yeah but it's I don't know for me it's it's a lot of um it's just like my to-do list used to have 10 things on it and now it has 20 things and you still have the same number of hours in the day and you only have babysitting for some of them so how are you gonna get everything done it's like a weird game now so that for me is also um is also part of it um and also I should say is that part of that adjustment is that I'm going to continue pre-planning content um, and working on designs a little bit ahead of when you'll hear about them. Um, Pre-planning allowed me to have a more sane life and it also allowed you to have a better experience because it allowed you to be presented things in an organized way. I don't always work in such a methodical organized way, but I'm able to present, you know, if it's happened already in the past, I'm able to present things to you in a methodical and organized way. Um, And that's just easier for you to follow and it's better for everybody involved. Um, it also like allowed me to fully consider ideas and make sure I knew what I wanted to say before I started saying it. And just because it's not in real time doesn't mean it isn't real or it certainly isn't any less real than anything else that you're seeing here on Instagram. Um, and I have to say that, you know, in terms of adjusting and, and balance and all of that, it has always been a goal of mine for this business to be able to run without me. This was a really great experiment towards that goal. Um, huge shout out to the little brother at this point. Um, this would not have happened without him. He, as you all know, he does already pack most of the orders. He continued, he packed all of the orders, um, you know, starting from, uh, uh, I think we figured out this afternoon, it was like two or three weeks before I gave birth until um, the end of my maternity leave. And, you know, he did the posing and he kept everything going and and all of that. So yeah, I was able to figure out systems that kept things, you know, that kept things running because my little brother stepped in because you had just stepped in. Um, and, you know, if you listen to the episode with my mom from last week, then you know that, you know, we talk about this village. Uh, there are a lot of people in my village and I'm, and I'm very grateful for, for all of them. Um, so there, I'm going to, I have two last points that I want to say. Um, If you feel confused or cheated or lied to, I get it. Um, I made this announcement now because it felt appropriate now. Um, I want to share this new chapter of my life with you in the ways that feel natural um, and acknowledging that I had become a mother felt right Now, um, several months after the fact, I didn't have to say anything. I could have kept this completely off of here. Um, I could have kept this completely private for forever. I have developed real relationships with so many of you through DMs and comments and shares and question boxes. We have become close. We have become really quite close. And I believe that a big part of why we were able to develop that closeness is because most of us do not know each other in real life. It's a lot easier to talk about sensitive topics like body image and self-doubt and how we feel in our skin with a stranger 
I don't doubt or devalue our closeness. I feel it also. We are close. We do have a relationship. But the reality is that unless you walk down the street with your Instagram username hanging around your neck, I have no idea who you are. And I have no way of verifying that you are who you say you are or that it's safe for you to know anything about my family. And that's not even to mention like the crazy trolls or the obviously creepy people online. We're not even going to, we're not even going to go there. Um, I'm not, I'm, you know, that's, I just have no way of knowing that you're safe. So while I'm not, I'm not apologizing for hiding my pregnancy, my birth or my family, I can acknowledge that this is most likely very confusing and that this might take a minute and that's okay. Take your minute, take your minute, you know, and, and you are so welcome to ask me any questions that you'd like, except that when it comes to this topic, I will most likely not answer a whole bunch of them. And that's OK, too. Um, you know, take take your minute to, to work through this, because I know that it's a big fat, you know, a big fat bomb that I dropped on you. Lastly, I really hope that this whole episode or incident or whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to call it, I really hope that it sticks in your brain. Because it is very easy for someone to present a completely different picture online from their real life. Honestly, it was way easier than I thought it would be. I was fully expecting hiding this pregnancy to take a whole lot more work than it actually did. What we see online is not real. It just isn't. It is only what the person posting wants us to see and as trendy as it is to be authentic well no one really likes airing all their dirty laundry and no one really shares their entire life it would be impossible for them to do that so the next time you're the next time you find yourself looking at someone's lace top wig tennis necklace and designer bag while she shows off her new nails with little flowers on them on the way to her weekly facial and she just got a spray tan the next time that you're looking at that and you find yourself feeling less than I want you to take a deep breath and think Rifki could have 16 kids by now for all I know what I'm seeing online is not the whole picture so I hope that's what you take from this I hope that that that's what I, I hope that, that that's what you take away from this. Um, what you see online is not real. And 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 I hope that this becomes that deep breath that you, you know, that you could. Uh, th- I, I hope that it becomes the thing that make that gives you pause. Seriously, next time that you find yourself looking at something online and feeling less than think Rifki could have 16 kids by now for all I know. Who knows? Maybe I will. But that's not that what what you're seeing here is not the whole picture. It's impossible for you to be seeing the entire picture. So that's my piece. Um, that's what I have to say. Thanks for listening. If you want to see a list of maternity-friendly pieces in the collection, I've linked it in the show notes. You can also see it at impactfashionnyc.com. 
Last week's episode was with my mom. We spoke about my new motherhood and everything that goes with it. Listen to that wherever you're hearing this one. The Be Impactful podcast is a project of Impact Fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. See my modest designs that are available in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 16 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org slash recalcitrant parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Rifki Itzwitz. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.